0: You don't take each opportunity with surface value. It's always deeper. But if you allow yourself to step out of the way Mm -hmm. and you just step into the moment, it can be so much more than you can even imagine. But if you are trying to control it, then sometimes you stop the opportunity and the potential of what it could be.
1: You're listening to She's Got Drive podcast, the podcast that inspires women to be a driver in their own lives for the life and stories of black women with drive. And I'm your host, Shirley McAlpine. I'm a business consultant and executive coach and a leadership facilitator, working with people and organizations to live their lives by design and not default. Welcome back to another episode of She's Got Drive. Welcome back. We are definitely in the autumn season, and fall because the temperature has dropped dramatically. Yes, I had my cashmere on. I had to get my scarf out. Listen, so disappointed. Happened too fast, too fast. Was loving basking in the sun and the heat of the sun just last Friday and the weekend. And then, boof, here we are. So hoping I get a little bit more sun, summer. It matters to me. You know why? Because I am a summer buff and What comes after fall, we know is winter. So anywho, anywho, much worse at a Texas border near you is the horrendous treatment of uh, Haitian people who are seeking asylum in the US and being mistreated and abused so egregiously right now. The fact that there's anybody defending the use of whips, whipping, chasing people down on a horse right now in 2021. It means they're as bad as the people who are doing the, the, who are the perpetrators of that action as well, the defenders of it. And don't let it be started on the Biden administration and the Invisible BP right now. I'm always in a conversation about what kind of leader do you want to be? How? What difference do you want to make? How are you fulfilling your purpose? How do you create the, the future? And then you see this nonsense, and I just can't... Like, people literally sat in a room somewhere. I always say, whenever you see anything going on, there were people who sat in a room somewhere, had that as an agreement, and went out and decided to enact that outrageous behavior and that is just i just can't and then the others who are making the decisions to just deport them when it's just like why doesn't why don't they get a chance to to get asylum in the country i don't understand i don't understand and i remember you know growing up I think the notion of asylum seeking was a much, people were much more compassionate. Governments were much more compassionate about it. I don't know. I don't know. Do I have rosy colored spectacles on? I don't know. But what I do know is what I'm seeing and what we're seeing is awful. And we know it's about race. We know that. We know that. We know that. And it just makes my heart just so sad. I just can't. And, you know, it reminds me, it makes me think about why I do this podcast, you know? And you're like, well, what's the connection? Am I rambling? No, it's intentional. Why I do this podcast is because it puts me in contact with and in touch with inspiring Black women so that we can have inspiring conversations about who this woman is that is being phenomenal in her life, in spite of the other wider nonsense that goes on, because she has a vision for herself or a vision for others that she wants to fulfill, they—they they are up to something in the world. They are—they are working to cause something in the world for themselves, for their families, for others, for their community, and that is why I, one of the reasons why it keeps me going in this podcast because it, I get to have the privilege of being in contact with these phenomenal women regularly that just reminds me of the like how beautiful the world is and can be because there's so many examples of when it's not that's why I chose a podcast subject matter that is about motivation inspiration is about success is about how we can fulfill our futures in a way that works for us and for our, our communities and what we're up to in the world like I need I need that I know that many of you need that and I'll keep bringing it and it just like that's why I do the podcast because we I need this like an injection of inspiration every time I get off the call and I'm like oh my god that was so amazing and then I get to listen to it again as we're preparing the episode and then here you go I'll keep doing it i'll keep doing it because I, I need it and i hope that you're finding that you're getting that injection of inspiration makes a difference to you in your day in your week in your life too once again another amazing woman and um who we have is demetria mustin and she is a marketing maven she's got nearly 15 years of experience her background includes international marketing, product development and brand management. She has an entrepreneurial spirit. You'll feel it and you, I mean, you really will feel it as she starts to talk about her her work and her life and an unwavering passion for multicultural consumers. And that's the thing that supports her way of creating a real stamp on wherever she, she goes, wherever she touches, she, you can see her. She leaves a trail. Let's just say she leaves a trail. She's currently serving as the global marketing director at PDC Brands. And in that role, she leads the overall marketing strategies for the Cantu and Eilio portfolios. She has a passion for working with women of color as well in the beauty space. So I give you Demetria. Demetria, thank you so much for being willing to be a guest on She's Got Drive.
0: Thank you so much for having me here. What a wonderful platform you have with this and all the other stuff you've got going on. Very, very impactful.
1: Thank you so much. Well, I'm excited to find out more about you and your work and and what you're up to. So why don't we start with you sharing what you do and then a brief
0: outline of how you came to do what you do. Sure thing. So um, I am the global VP uh, for marketing, and I also lead diversity, equity, and inclusion for PDC Brands, and I lead the marketing for Cantu globally. I haven't always been in this role. I started my career off at HBO, loved media and entertainment. I have this Mm -hmm passion for all things emotive. So anything that connects with the consumer and really drives them internally, really drives me. Then entertainment and did what everyone told you to do. Got my MBA and realized quickly in the world of entertainment, MBA is not really necessary. (laughs) So uh, they said, you can be a consultant or you go in brand, which one do you want to do? And uh, so I went into brand and I wanted to keep that connection with the consumer, that thing that drives them and beauty was it. So leaving entertainment and going into the beauty space, Mm -hmm. it's been over a decade now Um, I've been in beauty, but I always kind of had this passion that came up even when I was at HBO about making sure the people that look like me were represented, right? Why is it only a small section in the store? Like mm-hmm. I started off in Newell in goodie Hair Care. I don't understand why these won't work on my hair. So why don't you have something that with bigger bristles or a little bit sturdier? So had an opportunity there to really dive in to diversify the portfolio and the accessories and actually the heat styling tool section in, in Walmart and working with the buyer as almost like a consultant like look we need some representation you are missing a whole group that mm. really 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 over indexes in this category it's not only a good thing to do but it's actually profitable <laughs> that was a great opportunity and honestly i got laid off and then the world was like okay what, what are you gonna do now girl an opportunity came out of nowhere with Cantu, and i had to move to texas and What a great opportunity to go deeper into Mm -hmm. the passion that I had. I was in the accessories aisle, in the heat styling aisle. I can just be across all kinds of hair care and let's represent everywhere. But when I joined Cantu, I think we had three products in the store, very small assortment, and it was the same mindset a lot of times with the buyers. It's not like it is today where it was, you know, it's not going to be super profitable you have to keep the section pretty small. It's so niche, but that drove me even more. The rest is history. We've been on this ride for almost 10 years now with Cantu, just seeing the whole category change. And the excitement for me was I had went natural and I was like, wait a minute, how, how much are these products I, I need to buy? I I have to spend more now to take care of my hair than right. my relaxer. I, I don't, excuse me. I don't understand my, my salary hasn't changed. I just changed my hair and, right. I, and someone told me like, Hey, you know, like a hack Cantu has this leave in conditioner? It's only $6 you can use that and mix this and add some cocoa butter and do all these things and layer it together and, You'll save all kinds of money. And I ended up at Cantu because I was like, y'all are missing it. Like, Here, let me come. Let me help. You know, and uh, the rest is history. It's just really been the passion for our consumers and the people Mm -hmm. behind the brands. That feeling you get when you get that twist out just right or you get that update up to just right or like you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, girl, you're cute. Like, it's just been so great. Brilliant. Well, I can certainly
1: hear your passion It's really yeah. clear. Your passion for the consumer, your passion for like providing the consumer what they need is mm-hmm. what I can really hear and also making the difference and widening the scope of work for the places that you work, like having them think bigger about what's possible right. is where here, the space of like in terms of brand and beauty as a black senior exec, how big is that space for black women? Would you say? I know I'm going straight in there, but that's the thing that's come to mind. How big is that? Or are you still like when you go out into the industry wide, you're still seeing just a handful
0: of of you occupying spaces, or us occupying spaces? I will tell you, it has tremendously evolved. When I first started in this space, it was you. Me, maybe another person. It was mm-hmm. very, very few of us here in the space, and then we have some legacy owners that have been around. You think about Luster's Pink and Bronner mm-hmm. Brothers. And- Luster's Pink is Luster's Pink still around? Yes, it's still here. It's still really here. It's in Chicago. Yeah, wow. Yes. they're still here. And you know what? The tremendous thing about this category is that when i came into this category and those old school og's that have been in this category for years took me to the side and and my company is not black owned Mm -hmm. but it is black led and they took me to the side even though we're all on the shelf together and said look this is how it goes If you need any help we're here just come ask us we're happy to be if if people don't treat you right come back and tell us we're going to make sure it's right like I had never experienced anything like the family and the group because mm-hmm. everybody is in this together. We are holding hands to change the whole right. atmosphere of beauty in this category and how the categories look. It, it took us all being together as a unified front, like, no, we're going to do this. We want this. Like, let's push together. And a lot of people don't know that about the history of black hair care as it is today so it wasn't just that's this amazing accidental thing that happened and that's something also that I think is a learning right so so many times we were like no they're my competition mm-hmm. I can't talk to them or I'm gonna stay guarded I'm relevant I'm I'm this I'm that and sometimes it's so much more powerful if you change I'm or I to the we mm-hmm. how, how much more can we do together versus separated and I think not only with this category, but this the way the world is now, I think people are starting to right. finally understand that as a whole. And because of that, the category has definitely changed as more organizations and especially with everything that happened in 2020 and the pledges that were made and like, we're going right. to bring this many black owned businesses in. We're going to do these different things, that, but then that also created an opportunity for, we're kind of older, been around a little bit longer brand. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't call myself an OG, but like been around a little bit. Um, an opportunity for us to put our hand out and say, okay, everyone's bringing in these brands, but there's a lot you don't know. You don't know, let us help you. And so that's how we created the Can't to Elevate program. We had mentorship program in the past where we had Mm -hmm. people come together and we had speakers, but we wanted to be very strategic. Like we saw our buyers and everybody bringing in all these folks a lot of times you don't know everything that goes on behind the scenes right don't magically show up on the shelf there's a lot that goes into it and, and people just didn't know so we created elevate about a half a million dollar program we had about 75 people we did it with 25 black women in beauty we had 75 founders come on board go through the course last november and then we picked three winners really looking for the people who had that passion that's something you can't teach mm-hmm. and then they've been working with them since it's just the continuous thing wow
1: up. so the founders of their own independent kind of beauty yes. brand and then mm-hmm. just kind
0: of supporting them to grow their brand right mm-hmm. wow Come yes yes yeah. so it's been three of them one uh nail one hair care mm-hmm. so they'll be on the shelf with us and then one makeup they have transformed since last november we're gonna like officially say go ahead ahead and fly and Mm -hmm. then I think first quarter of next year they'll be like set and ready to go but I can't wait to share what all they have in store it's just been amazing that's now the opportunity right it's now the doors have right Right. let's make sure we hold hands together and make sure each of us are successful now that we're in right it sounds like
1: you've really got that kind of like pay it forward Mm-hmm. Um, approach because when we think about mustard pink I mean you've got to give it you got to hand it to the fact that they're still here I just got it I did not know that because <laughs> yeah. I used to use them all the time yeah um, mm-hmm. in back in the day you know, we we always have to recognize that our current success is on the back of the of the work of others. You know, and the, sure. the renaissance that we experienced—I don't know how many, maybe eight, nine years ago, ten, maybe it's five years ago the natural hair movement and that growth would not have been possible had not those OGs kept going in the face right. of really challenging, where the market was still seen so small, as you said, when you entered, right. and really now people recognize how big the market really is because we know. Black women, women of colour, we spend a lot of money on our hair and a lot of money on beauty. So to recognise that we are a consumer that matters is huge. Right. A huge move, step forward. The accelerator, is it a annual um, thing that you're doing? Because you said there's three, they, they started last November. It's coming to a close. Are you going to be in like recruiting new people onto
0: the accelerator as well? We're looking at what 2.0 looks like. So this has been our second wave of doing like this mentorship type program with Mm -hmm. um, entrepreneurs. So the first one was like a big masterclass. And then this one has been like, hey, we'll do the big masterclass, but we'll Mm -hmm. take people and go individually through a journey mm-hmm. we'll see what 2.0 looks like but yes this will be an ongoing program that we continue to do um will it be exactly the same uh, i'm i'm just not sure okay mm-hmm. in case there's anyone who's listening going thinking
1: what i'd love to be part of, and wanting to yeah no stay reach tuned. reach out to you right. yeah
0: stay tuned mm-hmm. it, it, it's definitely happening again we just don't know exactly what it will look like but it will can to elevate is not going anywhere we're definitely continuing
1: Okay, let's start with like when you think about where you began at Cantu and and what you're doing now. What are the things that you've been doing that's facilitated your success to keep moving up and and because I looked at looking at your 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 bio like the different roles that you've had, right? So, what has enabled you to keep rising? Because people come in and they and and they go, you know, in any organization. So, what is it about you that
0: that's allowing you to keep
1: supporting and, and, and moving forward?
0: I look at any role or any opportunity as a class, right? So mm-hmm. your whole life, you should look at each season as a course. You're always in college. Like you never stop going to school. When you have aced the test and like you're not learning anything else, you're not being pushed, you're not uncomfortable, you're not nervous, you're not anxious about like, what's happening tomorrow. You've passed the course, it's time to move on. Time to go to the next course in this class called life. The interesting thing about Cantu is the classes keep changing. I think I got it and then I realized you don't have it. Time to go back to school because I've tried to leave. I'll be candid. I left Cantu and I went into makeup, but then I was still kinda helping with it on the side for free. And that's when you know you have a passion for something. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to still help. I'm, I left the the brand and it actually was uh, sold to another company that I can go through that another time because this has all been a learning for me. I've never experienced that. But it was sold to another company and we had worked so hard over the years to get it to where it was today. And you didn't want to, first of all, forget when a company is sold to another company, forget like why we exist, right. who we serve. And you go in and you make all these changes because you see dollar signs, but you forget at the core while we're here. I left, but then again realized maybe your class isn't done, ma'am. You might need to leave this makeup, which makeup is beautiful and I love it, and go back into Cantu care. And um, that was when I joined PDC and I've been here at PDC over six years now. And, um, and PDC stands for? Perfumes Decor, but it's PDC Brands. We have cha- We started off as a fragrance uh, company. Okay. And over years, we've expanded. And it's um, kind of like a holding company that has multiple brands and within the wellness and beauty space. So yes, they acquired Cantu. My class has never ended. I keep learning new things, mm-hmm. keep thinking about different things. We're, you know, we may grow and launch in Walmart, but then We're also in South Africa. Now we're in London and we've grown a lot where the beauty space has changed. changed So the conversation has changed. And now consumers are wanting to be transparent or consumers are wanting to know who's behind this brand or Mm -hmm. who's leading this brand or all these things continue to evolve and happen. And so you just think you got the course down and then the world changes and then you're back studying. I love your
1: metaphor each like phase of, of your life right. of the course. And then at what point do you ace the class? You know, I love right. that. So let me take you outside of work for a second. So if you think about outside of work life, what
0: class are you in right now? I am in an AP course. I, <laughs> had, a, I had a baby during COVID last year. Um, so
1: um, Is this
0: your first baby? No, this is my second baby. Second. Um, I had a one-year-old at home. With, then I had the second one during COVID. And then COVID wow. and then black lives matter and it right. was it was just it's just just a lot in those moments and i i still jumped in because it was such an important moment where, whether i'm on mm-hmm. maternity leave or not yeah. it's it, it's a moment that we don't want to miss maternity leave made me stop mm-hmm. and i think the world just made you stop and just mm-hmm. really think about and be intentional about all your moments, right? Right. What are you spending your time on? What do you spend your energy on? What really matters? When you become a working mom, I used to travel like every week, right? And I'm Mm -hmm. trying to balance feeling so guilty, trying to breastfeed. Pumping in the bathroom in New York at the hotel and then trying to put the milk and then the milk is expired by the time I get to the airport. It's just right. just too much. Learning that, you know what? You don't have to be everywhere to stay relevant. You don't have to say yes to all of that stuff just so you can show that you're important. And it's an ego thing, right? And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to just be honest, like, oh, they want me there. So I need to be there. Like, no, girl, no. He and they need you home. And it's, right. a, it's a thankless job. So they could care less with who asked you to be where. But <laughs> yes, right. um, you just need to be here and I'm hungry. It just woke me up a bit. I have been so focused on climbing, right? Mm-hmm. Let's, let's let's check this off. Let's do, let's go. Let's, do, you know, head down, you know, and just realize, okay, no, let's be intentional with our moments, all our moments right, right now and show up a bit differently. And, and that's, I think, what we are doing as a brand, what what I'm doing as in my personal life, it's all very much tied together um, as one, so. I
1: mean, one of the things that uh, my strapline for the She's Got Drive is, you know, living life des- by design and not default, you know, mm-hmm. where well, you'd be like, I traveled so much in 2019 and before same, you right. know, it's just like 27 weeks of that year, I was on a flight. Yeah. When you calculate that, you think, what am I right. doing? And right. so that, the ability to stop and now as we, when is this kind of hybrid time where right. there's kind of some in-person but not really kind of, but really think, being much more thoughtful about, am I getting on the plane to do that? Do I really need to leave? How do I design that work life? And how do I push back? How do I make decisions about what's important? And I think that's really really um powerful for us to always pause and then be intentional and then say what you know what matters i don't know if you've ever come across bonnie ware's work and bonnie ware published um the Five Regrets of the Dying in 2013 or 2012 or something like that. And Bonnie Ware was a palliative care nurse. I mean, she, she I don't know if she still practices as a palliative care nurse in, I think it's Australia or New Zealand. She wrote this book of like having worked, you know, really looked after so many people at the end of life. Like what are the things that they, and had all those kind of conversations. What are the things that they really regretted and it was never, I wish I'd gone on that flight to get to that meeting. Right. I wish I'd done that strategy document. I wish I'd that presentation any better. I mean, none of that ever comes up is like, I wish I spent more time with my family. I wish I'd really pursued the things that I really am passionate about and I care about. I wish I pursued my dreams more. I wish I'd stopped working sooner rather than kept working beyond like those things which is about I wish I went on more trips. You know, I wish I didn't miss my kids those important moments. And I think we don't have to wait to those final times before before we do what's important. So like what you what you just said really sparked that for me, that hmm. the choices that we can continue to make.
0: I read this book uh, or listened to it, but Happy Sexy Millionaire, I don't know. Have you no, ever? No, I haven't. So, okay, the title doesn't really Get into really what all it's about. Yes, he's a millionaire. Yes, he's sexy, but like the main thing that he talks about is really being happy. Right? right. That's that's the key. He talks about like how the hourglass mm-hmm. with the time yes. he keeps it on his desk to remember everything that you just did. That time you spent, you'll never get it back. And he'll keep flipping the hourglass. And he talks about. and and one thing that he talks about in the book that I think is interesting is setting up checkups with yourself because you get so tied into the daily Mm -hmm. grind and you look up and it's been like five years but like you've just been your head down I'm just trying to survive check these things off we're trying to go and it's important to have those check-ins with yourself just kind of like you go to the doctor are we good is this mm-hmm. where we need to be mm-hmm. is this where i'm living my purpose is this where my passion lies or am i missing it because when that hourglass turns you you don't get it back right. and you don't know when it's gonna stop you you really and it, that that hit me too because i felt like i had gotten into a place of like go check move go check coffee Go, check, right. move. And it was like, we got to get this done. Got to get this done. Got to say, okay, I got to say how my kids. Okay, you good? Let's play a little bit. Great. Okay, done. Go to bed. Like, right. it was just this race. And yeah. if you, and you look up and they're all gone. And you're like, oh man, I missed it. Yes. What happened, you know? So that's why, you know, it's, it's just been a very unfortunate time. And it continues to be. Mm-hmm. But if we can't take anything out of this, let's at least take that. That hourglass, that yeah. sand is moving. Don't let one sand pellet fall. It's kind of like you almost don't necessarily need to have it
1: without, do you right. know what I mean? I can see it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The imagery is very, um, very powerful. So when you think about, so in that context, if you think about what we've been talking about, how would you really start to define success then? Because success, certainly prior to the pandemic, let's say, if we think about it looked a particular way and there was something that we were pursuing and we can define it for ourselves, but we said we bought into uh, an agreement, if you like, about what success really means. And we're challenging some of those notions as, as a result of the pandemic. So what does success mean to you? Maybe what was it before? And what, is it, what does it mean now? And you may not be fully landed on it, but like, what does it mean to you now? What is it starting to mean to you now?
0: Before, I I felt like it was a bit shallow. I will be honest. It it was a combination. I've always had the passion for the people. Like, I want to give back. But also, it was about, like, the sales. And, like, are we growing? And, like, are we meeting our numbers? And that's, it's still there. Obviously, I have to have a job. Mm -hmm. But I think the difference of me stopping the world just kind of happening. And I was on maternity leave. And I had a daughter at the same time. Right. I, my son was the oldest, but having that daughter changed something. It made me really kind of sit up straighter. I got somebody who was really watching. And like, what is the future for her? And how is it going to be different than what I experienced? I came out of maternity leave thinking very differently. Like, yes, we help and we give back to the community. But no, we, we are going to make this a top priority. This has always been a priority to us, but we didn't like talk about it or like really just set aside like this time is this this," we would do things but like now coming out of it it was like you know what if any time is needed is now we need to show up and be there for our community we are blessed with a platform that we can do that with and if we have to sacrifice and not do this digital ad or it's okay because now success for me is impact. Impact lasts. So that digital ad will be here today, gone tomorrow. Hopefully you didn't forget. We'll probably show it to you again or two or three times. So hopefully you can go in right. and remember us when you're in the sea of curling creams. But like impact is I now like with our Girl Wonder partnership, it's it's building that foundation for these girls, 17 to 23. So I have something to build for that from that solid. Like Mm -hmm. I have addressed the things that I didn't even know I needed to address, but like eating right, taking care of my body, putting self first. Mm -hmm. Um, We had a cooking class and then we did something around more so emotional wellness. Let's write down our insecurities. Let's go in a group and talk about it. Like these are the things we need to address now because I want them to accelerate so much faster than I have. Because their foundation, we didn't talk about this stuff. Yeah. We're going to have like a yoga session. Let's focus on our core and our soul. Hair is great. We're going we're gonna to continue to do your hair. Like, 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 like the, you know, beauty, all of that. But it, what's going on on the inside? Let's right. get that right. Let's get your foundation right. And then all of the, everything else is going to fall into place. That's the difference now. It's, mm. it's impact because the impact lasts. I mean let's be honest, we know how we are. today we'll love this, and then tomorrow we'll like this, and then the next week, so-and-so told you to try that you know yeah, and so we, yeah. We, we want to really, really lean in and and help our especially we love all our followers, but especially our black and brown women who who make us who we are today, who support yeah. support us. we need to lean in even more to them, and that's what we're we're doing so. I'm hearing as well that the,
1: when you pay attention to the impact, the rest actually can take care of itself in terms of like if you're growing these um, opportunities and these programs and initiatives, and that it it comes round in terms of the other kind of your role and um, the your your so you succeeding in your role in some of the other measures because you know when you invest in the community the community then is more likely to be loyal to you as an organization because right. come back to what you were saying earlier is that the consumer today is a different consumer you know they want to know as you said about what what are you doing as right. an organization and right. who are you and are you a brand that i want to support because i have choices <laughs> you know i have choices oh, yeah. when we pay when we pay attention to the impact in the way that you're describing like there's a lot that follows that as well in terms of the other measures of success. I'm curious
0: about where you grew up and like the lessons that you learned growing up. I think you know no matter how much people try to run from it where you've grown up and your roots make a huge impact on who you become and um, where you land and how you do business how you work and that it's true with me. I um, have a rural background, country girl, um, was born in Oklahoma, grew up there until about middle school, then moved to Tennessee. I'm the oldest of 14 kids. So wow. it's a lot of kids, a lot of boys. I have four sisters. So life had, I don't think was probably the ordinary. My parents were into ministry. So they're all about give. Like if it's given to you, those who've been given a lot you give to others Mm -hmm. and like you've seen someone in need you give a lot of my siblings were adopted so it was just part of me growing up we gave houses away we gave tvs away we moved to an apartment and gave a single parent and their kids and another single parent our home or like so-and-so's kids you know were um their parents are going to jail so guess what like mom you go get the kids so they don't go into the system. They just come to our house till they get out. It could be years, could be months. We don't know. You just sit down at the table. I definitely know that that background really, really impacts who I am today because people had to give to us. We were that family on the tree. I got my gifts from Demetria. His name was on the tree. You pick her name. We showed up with the gift and then you have these gifts. Like I was that person. And and it took those people who thought beyond their self and thought about this family over here. So that's the goal that I have that has carried through from from my background. I have siblings too. Like, I'm like, gosh, like, I wish you could be so much better than it is for you today. Okay. I can't change anything. It's outside of my control, but what can we change?
1: Given that you're like being of service, the, it's like you being, right. like your house, the door is open to, yes. to the newbies, mm-hmm. right? What I hear to people who need love, support, care. I'm wondering, what was the, what's the, one of the questions I always ask is like, um, what mama used to say, and it's like, what is it that your mum or an elder woman in your life has taught you, shared with you, that stays with you? That's one of your resounding kind of, your life mantras, if you like.
0: So I come from a very spiritual background, and something I was always taught is before you step into a room or before you go into this thing, you say, "May you increase and let may I decrease." It's less about you and 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 more about a, a higher being. That's just been my mantra. That's how I was raised. It, it was very much so like you put yourself back in and, and this is the opportunity, your territory has been increased. It can be a lunch or it could be a board meeting. It could, mm-hmm. be, it could be an agency meeting. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be you and I meeting, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's now each time you have those meetings and each time you have that opportunity to connect, your territory has continued to grow. Right. And if you look at it like that, in that this is my territory, this is my reach, and it's not about you so much more than that. Mm-hmm. I think it, it makes a really big difference on how you walk in, your active listening, your engagement. That's what I was always taught. You know, I think it was to keep me humble too.
1: Like Yeah, so. yeah. And that you <laughs> and that you're a vessel for that which is coming through in the connection. If you're always cognizant that it's bigger than you, right. Then Whereas it's kind of you're allowing for what needs to arise between us. So like, if we think about us, as you said, like, we don't even know what's possible in our connection. Right. Right. But we've been, we were brought together by the possible by this possibility of you, you being interviewed for the show, but then who knows what this
0: means? Right. That's exactly it. I, you don't take, each opportunity with surface value. It's, it's never surface. It's always deeper. But if you allow yourself to step out of the way Mm -hmm. and you just step into the moment, it can be so much more than you can even imagine. But if you are trying to control it and you are trying to define what this is is and not going to be, then sometimes you stop the opportunity and the potential of what it could be. So that's something that I, I just stay true to because it's where And a lot of times I don't know, it's just a secret. I don't know what I'm doing. So I'll just say, I just have to decrease because Demetria is don't mess this thing up.
1: But, right. Right. <laughs> right. And this so, gives space for, yeah. Yeah. What's it so when you're, when you say your mom or you like, share that with you in the beginning, did you, I can I'm like, well, at times you're like, I don't have no clue what you're talking about. when she would kind of share that or was it so embedded in terms of your family that it just feels like just a way of life for you it
0: was it was pretty embedded into my family but also i just felt like here we go again here we go (laughs) it's like another spiritual lesson i'm so over it like why why does every why can't it just be simple i am literally Right. Just going to McDonald's, like, <laughs> it's not even, I just want to order a burger, like, that's it, like, but I mean, my mom is, she takes it, I, I you know, I I, yeah. I do it, but she takes it to a whole nother level, we are literally standing here, now she's talking to somebody, and then they're in the car, or like, right? we've gone with them, to, I. so she takes it on a whole nother level, yeah. I, I just, yeah. I just take it in my my way. But right. yes, it, that, that, that I, yes. So in the beginning, it was not this,
1: this accepting. It was. Yeah. Yeah. I can yeah. imagine. Because see, I mean that, the unpredictability of it. Yeah. Um, and that your, but your mom is like, in, has got her purpose. It's clear for her. There's some clarity around the purpose being in service of a higher being. And so mm-hmm. when that comes, it's like, She's obviously rolling with it well, Yes. uh seriously, <laughs> bless her for that. When, when you think about um, life's challenges and what it throws us, what would be a, one of the most courageous moments you've had in your life? And it could be, you know, when, you, when we have fear, when we have uh, anxiety around something, but we act anyway. And it might be on behalf
0: of you, it could be on behalf of another
1: what was what's been a, a courageous moment
0: for you there are a couple moments actually all of them have this theme of like just go just mm-hmm. jump don't look back just jump close your eyes and jump and mm-hmm. don't listen to the noise I really do feel like you will have this internal calling like but you just hesitant like everybody's saying don't do this don't You just got to like close your eyes and do it. This comes from like when I was younger and I was in undergrad and 9-11 happened um, and I was supposed to go to the Virgin Islands, nationals, uh, study abroad at uh, University of Virgin Islands. And I had never left anywhere by myself, barely been on a plane. And the person who was supposed to go with me was like, absolutely not. I'm not leaving this country, this world. I don't know what's going on. I got on the plane. I cried the whole time and then I got off the plane and was still crying, but I got on the plane and um, I knew my ticket was one day and six months later, my ticket was back. So we don't have to figure this out. It was one of the most pivotal times in my life cause it made me step into me. I had everybody to protect me and to, to give the voices and to tell me what I shouldn't, shouldn't do and be there as my safety net if I fall, it was just me. It gave me the courage and willpower and the confidence that i didn't know i had and then mm-hmm. with Cantu, to be honest i had gotten laid off i'm sharing all my business but i was in mm-hmm. this long-term relationship and i was gonna marry him and he just just didn't understand how cool i was like why don't you get it um mm-hmm. uh, but you keep trying right and you keep like knocking. and sometimes you know your class was over a long time ago but you just mm-hmm. didn't leave and then you know you just got to get a failing grade and get on out so you just you just be you're pushed out and that's right. what happened and i tell people and i joke i said can too did save my life because a recruiter called me and i moved out of state and it kind of shut down that whole chapter that was in my life that had been there and probably shouldn't have been there mm-hmm. for years and i i cried again and i hated it and i think It's not gonna feel good at first. Let's just be honest. It's not gonna feel good. But if you if you push through that period, that season of like darkness, almost like I don't know what I did. I don't have my friends. This is so uncomfortable. You know, this boss is so hard to work with. Then so much more happens on the other side. But you first gotta just jump and and close your eyes and jump. And Mm -hmm. I tell you, if I had not jumped, I don't know where my life would be today
1: thank you for sharing both of those close your eyes and jump is resonates you know as well the unknown but right. there's something that is pulling you mm. in that direction the ability to listen to yes. that
0: something yes or the willingness like you know is that you know, mm. you, know you know it's there but you just got you and right. it's scary and it's, it's, it's not going to be easy and it's going to be uncomfortable and you're going to ask yourself, what the heck did I do? Right. It's okay. Just get through that season because man, oh man, you have no idea what's on the other side. Right. This brain can't do it. It, I mean, it doesn't, it It owes me nothing. Like, it, I mean, I, if I hadn't had jumped, didn't know what i was doing but i just it would be so different today
1: so when we think about your future and where you want to be next what's next for you where are you heading
0: we've got a lot going on now where the perspective is a bit different too um where uh we're leaning in i have a great team uh we've broadened the team so um, my bandwidth has been able to be expanded a bit which is important to get a powerful people around you so you can really meet your potential because if not you'll be caught up in doing certain things that really you can empower other people to do and it's okay to let go you'll still be relevant they'll still think about you it's okay like um took some self-talk to to get (laughs) to that point and i'm still working on it but um So I think the future for me is how do we continue to grow as a, how do I continue to grow as an individual and grow with this brand? We still are pretty small in the whole gamut of things. And um, we still have a lot of work to do. We have a lot of work we're doing um, on the inside, on the outside. Uh, I think if you ever stop changing and growing and evolving, I mean, all of this is a journey, not just you as an individual, but even with these brands, then you you're gonna fail. You always gotta continue to think what we were yesterday is not gonna work for tomorrow. Right. And you keep your ear to the ground and you listen to your consumers and you listen to your audience, they'll tell you that. They'll help you understand, okay, now it's time to pivot. Okay, we need may need to rethink these things. So we're doing that domestically and then globally, we're also growing a lot um around the world. Sorry, my dog is barking, but okay. um so that that is on the horizon it, it, it's a lot of great things great initiatives that i'm so excited they are just around the corner i feel like we've been in the closet in the lab working mm-hmm. um and can't wait for the world to see like everything we've been working on so
1: brilliant if you take yourself back to you know when you were 10 years old or that time of your life the what share with us like what concerns or things that you had the thoughts you had about your future and then what is it that you would love for a younger you to know
0: I think um and this is something that we have a girl wonder summit coming up and um I'm excited to get hopefully we can still do this but get in front of the girls and Mm -hmm. and have this kind of conversation because again 10 year old me would love to hear it but I think one piece of it is just be authentically like you. You are you for a reason. And I know that's so cliche. And you're like, I've heard that so many times, but in this world of social media, it's so easy to get caught in like, this is what I'm supposed to be. Right. Like beauty is especially younger. It's really bad. It's just this cycle of mentally thinking about, I'm just not good enough. And it's not even just younger. It's adults. Right. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've just been successful in, a and i go online and see somebody's been successful with d c and d and i'm like ah right progress but no clearly <laughs> i'm what am i doing just like relaxing watching reality tv 24 7. how did these people do this And right. it's just like the world the digital space is just making all of this just and so i i think you are you right and, and you are here for a reason you have these unique capabilities and you need to, to embrace it, all mm-hmm. of it, quirky, not quirky, acceptable, not acceptable, whatever it is, and live that because somebody needs that. Somebody needs to feel that there's a gap for you somewhere and you need to thrive in that space. And so many times it gets so easy. And I say this to myself too. Yes, and, and you got to learn how to have those victories to be proud of yourself. To to celebrate yourself, like right. to give yourself a pep talk in the mirror, because as soon as you pick up your phone, it's all going to be deflated.
1: Yeah, somebody
0: out there is in the Caribbean and started their own business and have the best body and have ten kids, and you're like,
1: oh, how is that? Yeah, like you know, the comparison have... junkie is uh-huh. real.
0: It's so real. And it is real. Social media uh-huh. just accelerates that tremendously. So love you. It's fine. You don't have to, their success and your success is going to be quite different. Like right. we talked about success looks very different. Right. So that's like what def- I would tell my 10 year old self. It's okay. But,
1: <laughs> so. so defining our own success is, all, is just like catching ourselves on what we think it's supposed to be versus what we want it to be right Um, yeah or
0: or what it is recognizing what it is like Mm -hmm. you have a lot of successes and you don't stop to actually recognize and i love your grateful journal like that helps you Mm -hmm. recognize oh wait a minute huh are you kind of cool you know right there's some good stuff going on in 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 that happy sexy millionaire book that i Mm -hmm. mentioned earlier he talks about that's how you change your mindset because he became a millionaire, billionaire, whatever. Um, And and him and his partner were just like, what? I mean, how are we supposed to feel? And it took them remembering where they came from and the moments they were homeless and sleeping on people's Mm -hmm. couches to help them recognize and be grateful for where they are. But it was going the opposite way. And they didn't take that time to think through the journey and celebrate it. So Yeah, yes. Yeah. That's another powerful message.
1: The time has gone so quickly. So I just want to say just thank you so much for being a guest, from sharing your stories, for sharing like your wisdom um, today. And um, I look forward to keep like tracking you and seeing what you're up to.
0: Same to you. Same to you. Thank you so much.
1: I hope that you've been inspired to shift gears in your own life. Well, you know that I love all my guests. And what did I love about my conversation with Demetria? Um, One is, I always love when I meet people who absolutely love what they do. And you can tell they're in the right place of their work because when they start to speak about their work, they literally light up. I mean, you didn't see her, obviously, because I'm giving you the audio. They literally light up, and she is really so passionate about her, her work, so passionate about meeting the needs of Black women as consumers. But really, this program that she has she is has is leading around empowering. Black entrep- entrepreneurs in the beauty space is great. We need more. We, it's not easy to, to break through. And you know what starts sometimes is like what you call a cottage business and you're you know, making up the product in your kitchen. And then how do you grow it to something that's substantial that ends up on the shelves across the country is like the goal for many people. So how do you do that? So I really kudos to her for the work that she's doing And I love that, I love that. I wanted to find out what you take away from this interview and this particular listening to Demetria. Let me know. You can reach out to me on Instagram, Shirley McAlpine. My website is being redesigned right now, so you cannot reach out to me through my website. So don't try that. But there's always the Facebook page. Um, You can also send a message via Facebook. She's Got Drive, Facebook page days. She's Got Drive is produced by Cassandra Vortolina. The music is by the awesome or female band Blonde. The song is called Circles. Until next time, go well and stay well.